2024. I'm Adila. I'm Shen. And this is Kiasu Design Life. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year again guys Happy, Happy New 2024 Year. Happy New Year. I mm. feel like 2023 just passed by so fast And mm. now we are in a new year already Do you feel the same? Yeah, yeah I was looking through my photos Like from Jan 2023 mm. Just to relieve the moments lah And I realised I forgot a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> You know there's this saying right Live in the moment And like don't take out your phone And don't try to record everything don't but, try to record everything Yeah oh, And just please. immerse in the moment ah. there, there was this saying Increasingly I feel um, The opposite Because mm. I feel um, Maybe it's the hectic of life Yeah That is these photos that you take Even if it's just a very badly Randomly taken photo mm. It is a reminder of The things that happen Around that point in time Ah okay yeah. So I really I was glad la, That there was these photos That I just anyhow took <laughs> yes, the random as a reminder. Mm. I, I to add on to that, I for me personally I I like to have um memories attached to music. Like to certain songs. Oh nice. You know sometimes when I go mm. on YouTube, right, and then uh, you you want to watch YouTube videos of certain old songs mm. and then you will see comments mm-hmm. and people some of the these comments from netizens will say, uh sometimes you go back to old songs not to listen to search for mm. old memories. Something like that. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So there are, there are certain songs that I listen to when I listen to it again now I, re- I recall that memory back then like mm. the feelings the atmosphere mm, what mm. I was going through and then it just you just live through it again mm, mm. Yeah. got any songs particular that mm. will snap you back to that moment the time. more recent one would be this song the still the show it's when what's my, my daughters keep listening to it mm. again and again so mm. whenever I listen to it I always remember them Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm. it, like the morning routine before going to school, they want to listen to the song. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's like if your life is a movie. Oh yeah, then yeah. that part is the background music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and and the scene will be this certain scene with these certain people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Mm. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this could be a Spotify Q and A. Like, how do you relieve your time of the year? Oh. Like, is it through photos? Mm. Is it through? Instagram stories I know some people say Like mm. Insta- Instagram stories Actually help them oh, To relieve okay. the past Yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. I think Facebook Also sometimes Like to Give you a reminder Like three years ago This also happened On this day Yeah I, I really like that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They like to dig out The past Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just hope It's not painful memories though Sometimes uh, Because I feel like They don't know how to filter uh, They yeah, only yeah. know how to uh, Sort by the time Yeah they, Maybe they're not sophisticated enough For you to filter out Okay this is a Painful memory mm. Or this is uh, Maybe in the future With AI they might do that AI AI <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you know what has AI in it What? Laid off <laughs> Putting the AI in laid off <laughs> That is our topic for today Yeah <laughs> So yeah. based on our title It can be seen as a Shameful topic, I guess mm, Or stigmatized topic la. Mm. Okay, so to begin with this topic One of us Got laid off Got laid off So the one who got laid off is me 
And who are you? Uh, I'm Shen. <laughs> I got laid off in 2023. Jing, last jing, jing. year. Yeah, it was yeah. last year. Last so year. we thought, okay, how about New Year? You know, new beginnings. We wrap up our feelings for whatever that happened last year. Mm-hmm. We also had time to process, you know, what has happened. And in turn, churns a very nice story la, that mm. we can share on Gyasu Design Life. I also mm. think it's a good space of amount of time between that moment that happened and now. Mm, mm, so mm. you are able to process it. Yeah. And a yeah. bit, not really detach, but at least take yourself out of the picture, not to get too emotional and just think it more factually. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a very good point. Like the sign of you being over something like that that happens to you, right? Mm. Is if you are able to pull yourself out and mm. revisit this uh, situation from a third person point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think that is um, when you don't feel emotionally charged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct. And then your your thinking becomes more logical. La. You start mm. to, instead of putting the blame on others, you also evaluate yourself. Before we get into that, uh, we also realized there's a lot of layoffs recently, especially in the tech industry. Yes, correct. Yeah. What's trending is also we can see a lot of people being more open about their layoffs. Yeah. Yeah, like they will just start their post with, I got laid off. Ah, you know, or like okay. I was the chosen one. And uh, even going on podcasts or like even writing medium posts mm. that I've seen. So we thought, hey, you know, maybe it's time that we stop seeing layoff as a very stigmatized mm-hmm. topic. Mm-hmm. And now we have Gyasu Design Life. And maybe it's good la, to share our story as well. Um, yeah. I would think like compare the current climate now and maybe, I don't know, five to ten years ago, people are just much more open yeah. to to be vulnerable and just share their stories. That's and true. then Because I'm sure like maybe a few years back, right, it's something that people would be ashamed to admit or mm, mm, loudly mm. De- declare mm. it so openly. Mm, yeah. But now it feels as if y- they are candid about the whole experience. Mm, I think um. they, they try to um, capitalize on their experience also. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> like don't hide it. La. Like just how can I use this experience and then mm. package it in a way to benefit uh, others and myself. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. When I got laid off, mm. I was also looking out for people who got laid off as well. I appreciate people who step out and share their layoff stories. Mm. Yeah, I think it's like when you are being put in a situation, for example, when you are pregnant, you also want to seek out for other people who have been in the same situation. Because you know? mm. it's like only people who have been in the same situation would feel how you have felt. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was what I was trying to look out for. Like I was really going on Apple Podcasts, then I go Google. and search... Laid off. Yeah, lay off. Lay off. Like tech layoffs and try to see like are my feelings valid la? Mm, you know, what mm. are other people doing after they got laid offs? Um is it okay to take time to Ah Yeah, all these things. Actually what you did was actually exactly similar to what I did. Ah, I, yeah. I, I actually searched for do employers hire pregnant people? Mm, yeah, like mm, mm, do 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 pregnant women stand a chance for employment? I yeah, see. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you hear personal stories from others, that is a very strong um, motivator as well. Mm. Yeah. So I think that is something that we wanted to do over here as well, like, You know, like um, it's more of a bit like paying forward also. Like you know, now that we have uh, seen all these layoff stories, then yeah. it's our time to share 
our experience you never know maybe it will help benefit or it will help someone else lah. Mm, especially not, not to curse everyone to <laughs> when you get laid out <laughs> come and listen to us <laughs> but it's um cautionary know, this, the story is there yeah yeah it's there as a resource for you and i and i guess a good also because to to have this avenue for people to listen right they they will hear someone like so, someone close to home yeah and then they can immediately relate to or maybe they can even empathize with and then it's much more uh personal personal connection basically mm. Mm. yeah okay so to the story of what happened maybe you want to start with it like how was it like maybe let's bring all of us back to last year mm. uh, it was late last year right late last year yeah our years all perked up when we receive a strange email from mm. our someone mm. in our senior leadership team so for for this person to suddenly get in touch with all of you individually that's what that was, was that was strange Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So the strange thing is that this meeting invite and saying that it's highly encouraged that you are here in person and there's no there's not much um, description, mm, no agenda. Highlight. Uh, there wasn't any like detailed agenda la. It was mm. just like some business meeting and then um, hope to see you all there in person. Mm. To know that someone is doing something like this, mm. right? It's either they want to give us a huge promotion. <laughs> 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 or you know it's either extremes lah. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, or like we cannot <laughs> lay off law. Yeah. But I think um everyone kind of knew. Mm. So, Is it because I, most people suspected something was up? Mm, yeah. There were a lot of like signs around already okay, before okay. it happened. Ah. Yeah. Every time there's a reorg, when you try to stem back as to why this reorg decision happened, right? Then you will think, okay, probably the leaders are reevaluating. The business ma That's why there's a reorg mm, yeah. like, like some organization they Maybe they said Oh you want to just restructure And distribute certain people In certain areas Mm-mm. Maybe they, they want to boost up Certain sales Or certain areas yes, Or channels yes. right yeah. yeah So that's a sign la, That someone up there Is reassessing mm. The business Yeah So uh, Chronologically When this happened After the reorg Then this uh, This email That came about I then remember during that time, I think it was like, um, I texted you, like during that week, I t- was texting you something and then you didn't reply. Then mm. I was like waiting for your reply. Then by the time when you replied me, you were saying, hey, sorry, it's a bit hectic. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just got laid off. I was so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so the email came in on Friday and then on Monday, which is that fateful day, right? Yeah. Um, when, when we came into the office, a lot of people were already there like at 8.30 a.m. already. So 30 minutes before the actual meeting. Mm-hmm. The air was damn still. Like the atmosphere was just so different from the usual working day when you come mm-hmm. into the office. Yeah. And you can tell that everyone knows. Everyone ah. just knows. Mm, then we I all see. just look at each other like we all nodded our heads. Oh. The funny thing is like there weren't any much words that are exchanged. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get what you mean. from each other's body language or so. Way, yeah, the way we all just... And then we patted each other on the back. Oh. Yeah, and then we just gave the, you know, you have done a great job kind of uh, gesture. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually have goosebumps when I say this because I never really had that uh, experience before. Mm. Yeah. So it was kind of surreal for me when that happened to see 
everyone even though even when there's people that you never really work with yeah. also come and pet you and then we pet each other then we just Aww. uh you have been great and uh, it's very nice knowing you you know we kind of know that okay that's it already that's Aww. the end yeah so that was the atmosphere like so 9 a.m. came, mm. and the gist of it is that they're gonna close the Singapore side law. Mm. Yeah. So when you were saying that there were a lot of people that were gathered, right, and then the air was still, but when mm. they do the when they did the in person announcement, mm. they did it to the whole group or they called you one by one in a room. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, they yeah. everyone was in the open mm-hmm. space. Yeah. So. Ironically, that space is the happiest space also because Aww. like it's where we all have our lunches, uh. yeah, and we play our board games. And the same space is being used. The bonding session to, space. Yeah, the same space is being used to announce like, okay, we're gonna close the Singapore side. <laughs> so see. when the those words actually came out, yeah, kind of like just make things very concrete, uh. Like because before that it was all hearsay. Mm. It was all like just uh rumors, ma. You know. So mm. when those words actually came out, yeah, um, it's. It's become a fact already, right? Yeah. This is gonna happen. Mm. And then there was no reaction. It was just quiet. Everybody was just. It in was shock. very quiet. Yeah, it's a very complex feeling that uh we really need to take time to process it. So I, I think, think the shock overpowered the the the, the, the sadness or maybe mm. people were just they were trying to be professional, they don't want to cry in front of others. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of uh there's too overwhelming already mm-hmm. for our emotions to be expressed mm. at that point in time. I can really tell it was very awkward for the people who are announcing this. Because they're just standing there with like 30 plus poker face like, staring <laughs> back at them. <laughs> yeah, lor, so that's what happened. Then after that, they are just saying like, we'll be here to uh, answer any questions. So there's like HR people there as well. Mm. Uh, there's immigration um, lawyers there as well because we have quite a few uh, people on EP. I see, I see. Yes. But you know what actually happened funnily is that when the meeting was over, yeah. Then uh, all of us just we were just like, hey, okay, lunch, hey, go cafe, Let's go find <laughs> cafe and sit down and talk. Yeah, Aww. I think we just really wanted to leave that space. Yeah. Yeah, because that space kind of become a definition of the harsh reality. You know. Mm. Yeah. In a way, maybe because some people, to some people. Maybe they have experienced it before, so they mm, know yeah, how have. to maneuver around it, and then they decided, you know mm. what? Let's just enjoy the moment for now. Yeah. Go to a cafe and just, yeah, chat things through. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, thought things through. Okay, so I think one fortunate thing in this unfortunate event is that we all got laid off. Everyone in the office. So it's not a selected few, which was what I suspected. Mm, I was okay. suspecting. Um, the designers will get laid off <laughs> to be honest so when everyone is laid off everyone felt the consequences mm. I think the bond in us just strengthened uh, you know because yeah, yeah, all yeah. of us have the same so they are bonding over one shared trauma in a, correct, in a sense correct yeah it's, a, it's a shared trauma yeah because I, I agree with you because let's say it was selective laying off right mm-hmm. the people who who didn't get laid off who have survivor's guilt for some, sure in some yeah. way yeah they, they will feel bad that they get to stay and they don't know how to react also yeah they, they feel bad to, to react. they feel bad to feel 
appreciative of the thing. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, I have like. a noob question. I hope you don't mind noob. asking. Um, <laughs> so on, when they announce, on. when they announce the layoff, right? Mm-hmm. It's an immediate effect on that day itself. Uh. It's not like, oh, you guys, uh, they were closing. Meaning today will, today, today mm-hmm. will run as usual tomorrow, then the layoff starts. Uh, uh, no. So when they told us, then they will tell us the stipulated, um, Last day of operations. Okay. Yeah. So between that is uh, considered like garden leaf. Mm, yeah. Okay. So for us, we are given one month floor to mm. um, just, you know, do our off body. Mm. Yeah. And probably they are expecting us to use that time to find another job or prepare ourselves to find another so job. So for example, on that, on that Monday when you got the news, that day itself, you can just drop off all your projects and just don't care about it anymore. Uh no la, no, 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 no. <laughs> there are there are definitely things that we need to close off. So that's ah, why that's okay. that um you know when you leave a job also, then you have this one month notice period. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. correct so yeah. same thing for us law. Ah. But in my previous companies, there are layoffs that is with immediate effect. That day itself, right? Mm. So is that they have they to leave by the end of the day, something like that. Yeah. Ah. Or and like they, they have to leave as soon as possible. So they are being accompanied by the HR. Wow, and that sounds yeah, so serious. Yeah, it's quite serious. Like there are even stories of when, because we all have our access cards, right? Mm. Um, Revolt access. People, yeah, some people realize they got laid off. Um, when they try to tap into the office, and their card does not work. Oh man! Then they have to go to because, um, you know the offices they will always have the reception, right? Which yeah. everyone can go to. Mm. Yeah. So they then their next step is to go to the reception. And, hey, my card something wrong eh? mm. you know thinking that okay maybe I'll just get my card repaired and I'll continue working Yeah. but then the receptionist is already being briefed of you know some people are being laid off so the receptionist will check the employee number mm. and if the employee is the selected employee to get laid off then they will usher them into a room la. Mm. so all the while right they have no chance to go to their laptops to do their final backup Oh man, mm. that sucks. So eh. that that was that brutal. I think that is the most insensitive way to do such a sensitive thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because to be just given like okay, access denied, access denied, and then you totally have no chance of a proper farewell. Yeah, uh, a yeah. proper closure. Yeah. You suddenly get smacked in the face like you are no longer wanted here. Correct. That's how, correct. That's how it sounds brutal. like. Yeah, it's very brutal. And I think it's also very shameful. To do that in front of other people while they are still working, mm, <laughs> yeah. Because okay, okay. it's like, imagine you are just working and then someone came out of a meeting room with a cardboard box and started packing. You definitely uh, will like look at them. Yeah. And Yet. then, yeah, it's a mm. super awkward situation to be in. Yeah, but but that didn't happen to us lah. Mm, yeah. So yeah, that was the fact law. Like um, all of us got laid off. So I think. Um, that's why all of us just uh, let's let's go get something to eat you know <laughs> like just let's still be grateful that we still have each other like. I think that is what like that quote unquote happiness was mm. yeah that we still have each other did the company eventually like offer you certain support when they were saying that you guys are getting laid off yeah what's nice is that you know they also plan around some um, agencies to help us with the displacements mm. yeah so to help us find uh, new jobs to help us brush up on our uh, resumes 
mm. and our interview skills. There's an HR representative there to answer any of our concerns, lah. Because mm. I think for me it's fine, but I know there are a lot of other co-workers yeah. who you know they have some immigration plans and they have families with they them have families. here. Oh, yeah. So they definitely have more questions mm. uh, regarding this uh, layoff, lah. Yeah, the support is there as well. But what I must say is that I'm very appreciative that we ourselves, mm-hmm. those that got laid off, created our own support group mm. on WhatsApp. That is where we just share all the findings, lah. So like, all the whole lot, thirty of you, mm-hmm. were in the group. Yeah. Ah, so okay. <laughs> funny, funnily, it was a KTV group. <laughs> uh, so it was a small group of us, like who likes to sing KTVs. Mm. Uh, and then when the layoff happened, we just. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just transform this KTV group and add everyone else in. Ah, I see. Yeah, because we are trying to find um the uh community group that has most people, so we don't have to add too many people in. Uh. Yeah. So it was just nice the KTV group law. Ah. Yeah. So we just transformed that into a support group, which I felt it was really helpful because mm. having a platform for everyone to communicate or like even ask questions and. Uh, to help each other out mm. uh, is really crucial, especially at this time. Because I feel like at this time, a lot of people will be very helpless. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So support group is one thing that I feel is highly recommended. Mm. Yeah. What were some of the things that you guys shared in your group chat? Uh, yeah. So what we shared in a group chat is the things that we need to do before our last day. Is it all the like admin stuff like, basically? Okay, what, what we did was um, You know just list down our benefits mm. And things that We need to use up mm-hmm. Because those Those are also part of our welfare ma, yeah, Our yeah, total yeah. compensation Like your dental claims mm-hmm. Your health checkups yeah. your Things that you might miss out actually Yeah And then finances Like export all your pay sleeps mm. Just in case uh. We also added like Milestone dates ah, You know okay, Then the milestone okay. date includes Like your last day Um your day to officially sign the compensation package. It sounds like a official last off-boarding kind of Ah, yeah, guide. it's like off-boarding. Ah. It's really, really off, but it's, it's uh, created by ourselves. So it's... Crowdsourced. Crowdsourced. Crowdsourced by our own people, which is highly reliable. So moving on, just wanted to know a bit more. What were the feelings that you went through? Maybe uh, for yourself or maybe together as a group. Like what were mm. the feelings that you guys went through? Okay, you, you heard of the five stages of grief. Yeah, I heard you from. Yeah, when I reflected on what we did, right? It's mm. really the five stages of grief. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like hey. it's briefly that five stages of mm, grief. But, but grief. funnily, right? About these five stages of grief, there are some people who disagree with it. Oh, yeah, there are some okay. people who say that it um there's no such thing as the five stages of grief, but then there are people who say that that there are the five stages of grief. So I I, I don't really I ha- I haven't really done like much research on that. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I've seen somewhere before. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I maybe mm-hmm. sorry to interject you again. No, maybe you yeah go through like what was the stages mm-hmm. for you? I as in, I understand the why people don't agree. I mean, like these five stages of grief is just like a framework that someone put together mm. to uh comprehend a complex situation to make it make sense. Uh. correct, correct. Yeah, and it it may not make sense to others. Yeah, because it's definitely a framework that does not work for everyone. 
Yeah, know? correct. Yeah, but okay, I can go through the, the stages that we went through. Mm. So the first one is definitely denial. Mm. Denial to the max. <laughs> like when that happened, and then we all just, hey, you know, let's go to a cafe and um, chill lah. I thought it would be acceptance, no? Uh, not, re- not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. So that was pure. Yeah. We even like sang happy birthday for one of our colleague who happened to have a birthday that day. Mm. And they were like, congratulations on your oh birthday. Oh my God, you his birthday. Off. His birthday was that day. Yeah, his birthday was that oh day. La. So, and then we went for team lunch also. Mm. Yeah. On the same day. On the same day. And then, yeah, so it's really denial. They just don't want to not yet facing the truth. And after that, it uh, can really tell at night is when the anger came. Yeah. Mm. After all the things that happened, when you finally get to wind down on your bed, yeah. and you start to process, it's when you start to be a bit more logical. Mm. That's where uh, feelings like resentment or anger will surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is apparent when the support group that we created started to have voices. Mm. Yeah. So that is when some people will start to voice out their disagreement. Mm. Yeah. So that really started at night. Maybe mm. because at night is where people start to wind down. Correct. And then you don't have a lot of things on your mind. And then you are about to sleep. Correct. And then you reflect on the day's event. And you'll be a bit more reflective. Ah, reflective And there isn't what? any distraction. Like there isn't people around who say, Hey, go and drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink our sorrows oh, away. Yeah. You know, there, there isn't. It's really you and your thoughts. And I think that happened to a lot of us. That's why we started to pull our anger in the support group mm. and then we realized that hey our feelings are quite aligned mm-hmm. yeah so, so together you feel strong to raise up something correct imagine yeah. if you are on your own and alone you might just be angry on yeah, angry yeah, by yourself yeah. so I think that's the that, that is why I say it's kind of the silver lining in this unfortunate event is that it's a whole bunch of us being laid off the voice is very strong Mm. Mm. I can totally imagine if it's just like one or two, right? You feel you really feel like it's wow, everything is against you. You feel the odd one out, then you start to question: yeah, yeah. Is it something wrong with me? Is it just me? Yeah, 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 yeah So that's that's anger, and then then we also went through like this whole bargaining thing, <laughs> um, because the anger uh just got converted into like could we have gotten a better deal? Mm. Yeah. I think one of the belief after this layoff, right, is that if you as a company, when you are doing mm-hmm. annual pay raises and mm-hmm. you always bring up industry benchmarking, right? Yeah. Then when it comes to severance package, mm. when layoff happens, you also should do that. Ah. Yeah. That's, ni- that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Because like it's fair, basically. It's, it's only fair, right, that you say you benchmark against other companies in both pay review mm-hmm. and also severance packages when you decide to lay off an employee yeah yeah so that's what we did law so um i remember like a lot of us only slept at three plus <laughs> that night because we are all researching mm. in the, in the, like we are totally doing work eh? like doing market <laughs> research so you have a fig jam or mirror bot we had a this? document oh yeah, okay to, to just aggregate law all our findings like Hey, this company is paying this. This mm. company is paying that. Then was it easy com- to get this kind of information? It actually is like um. So we are finding Singapore ones. We are basing okay. off Singapore. Then if you go on Google or you search Straits Times or CNA, yeah, yeah, there are articles lah. 
Mm, okay. This is when I feel like if you feel like you're not compensated enough, yeah. be sure to feel empowered that you can ask for more. Because mm. I think a lot of people, mm-hmm. if it's not the push from my other colleagues, uh-huh. I would have just be like the person who sucks at one corner and like, just okay lo. at least they give me compensation right <laughs> like, and then I won't ask for much already oh. I'll be like better than nothing <laughs> yeah whereas um, there like are you are resigned to your fate sort of feeling yeah pun intended resigned yeah I didn't intend that but okay yeah there was some of the lessons also are like um, it's good to just ask mm. and I think it's good to also supplement with facts then just say lah. Yeah. Just like, I mean, there's no harm, right? I mean, what you gonna do? Lay you off? And you already did. <laughs> anyway, if you look at it this way, that was basically one of the last few chances for you guys to bring it up to the company mm. before you yes. officially get unemployed or let go. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I think there is uh there is this period. You mm. know, okay, it's, it's like when we, talk, when we talk about onboarding, right? When you're new, you got this honeymoon period. Mm. But I think when you break up with a company <laughs> What well, is an opposite of honeymoon? Yeah, there's <laughs> also like this period of negotiation Yeah, that mm. I feel you gotta optimize that uh. If not, it will be a bit too late Yeah, correct Yeah, mm. yeah. so there was like this roller coaster of emotions Yeah, I think now a lot of us are just at the acceptance phase la. Mm. Yeah, because I mean it has been several months since it happened So that was... Mm. The first was denial Second was anger Third was Bargaining Mm-mm. And how about fourth and fifth? Personally for me mm. um, your, your stages of grief After that It was a bit of depress- depressive moments mm. Because I think um, When you are being laid off And you suddenly got a lot of time yeah. It's like when you retired yeah. Suddenly you got a lot of time at your hand during working days, especially when you want someone to talk to, mm. and then there isn't anyone to talk to because everyone is busy working. Yeah. And then when you are, you know, when you're working, the hours just pass by faster. Mm. So when you're not, right, you really feel like time is ticking really slowly. So I think that's the part, law. You just feel like, hey, oh, why am I here? Just wasting my time away, like not being useful as a person. Mm. Yeah. Then after that, um, when you snap out of it, then you just become more acceptance, lah. Like, I think there's always this tipping point where you just feel like, okay, I really need to do something. Mm. Yeah. I guess also in a way, because when you are so used to being occupied at a certain hours in a day, that's your usual. Mm. Then when mm. you suddenly have mm. more free time and then you wonder to yourself, what should I do now? Yeah, then yeah. You become more reflective and then you start to, I Your don't know. mind will really wonder. Yeah, you wonder that and then sometimes... very dangerous. Yeah, you wonder and then sometimes it, it's worse if you are all alone and then... You start blaming yourself And all the negative thoughts mm. One negative thought Can inspire more negative thoughts Correct It, it correct. was just It will just multiply like a virus Correct That was me actually <laughs> oh. Yeah that was me that, that is when I realised that Wow I really A lot of my time And my mind space right Is really put for work mm. Because when work is removed From my life Yeah Wow I really feel very lonely oh. Yeah and I had no To me I had no one um, at home also mm. to talk to mm. yeah so that was when I really I feel extreme loneliness Aww. that period and I'm also very grateful that I have friends who I can reach out to la. it's not like I don't have uh, anyone mm. you know but ultimately I think I'm someone who cares a lot about physical interactions mm. 
being in the office, seeing each other and like just playing the guitar with each other, you know, after work hours. Like that really brings me a lot of happiness and suddenly that is being taken out from your life. Then you just feel, <sighs> you start to take things very personally mm. and then your mind will really start to wonder and then uh, you will just start to feel like, oh no, you know, why, why is life so tough? <laughs> oh yeah so that I, I, that I agree what you say because I, I read this somewhere something about energy that you have mm. each person has their own energy and then mm. if you are positive right you radiate this positive energy and it it sort of um will not infect other people more like influence the people around you mm, when mm, you're positive mm. energy mm, but mm. when you're in negative energy you're always maybe you are just being hot tempered and you just keep complaining right that hot energy, that hot negative energy also can spread to other people. Mm, 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 then yeah. maybe other people who may actually be neutral or are fine, suddenly they also become impatient with something. Mm. Because that's how I feel whenever I'm at home. And then maybe if my, my husband is being a bit more negative than usual, then I will tell him, I need you to be, I need you to control your negativity because it's affecting right. me and I'm, yeah. I myself yeah. am maybe, for example, Treating my kids not so nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is really true. In my previous company, when we are uh, looking to expand our team, mm. it's all about culture. Mm. Uh, everyone in this team affects the culture a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. it's like when. Contributes to the culture also. Yeah. Kind of use this analogy also. Like the culture is a cup of water. Mm-hmm. And then every everyone is a drip of ink. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, when you put someone in the team, right? You drip an ink into the water. It will definitely spread. change, ah. change the hue, change the Saturation. properties of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's true, lah. Like everyone affects the atmosphere and how other people operate. Yeah, in the space. Mm. Mm. Other things that happen after a layoff is that because there will be organizational email ma saying mm. that you know we make a difficult decision to close down the Singapore site. Mm. Yeah, and there will be nice people <laughs> who will come forward and send you Slack messages oh, and say okay. like, oh it's really hard to hear the news. This these people are well. people who are still employed in the company. Mm, yeah, they okay. are still employed. And I think it's really nice lah. Mm. Like it, it's really nice to receive such messages for me i even receive messages from people who i never really work with oh okay but we just knew each other exists yeah. is it like another fellow designer from another team or something no it's not even designer like. ah. yeah it's like P- pm that i never work with one I but probably he just is aware of but he is aware of your of your work or he's aware of you i think um, yeah, I just kind of know that you know uh, we know each other's work law. Ah, yeah, okay. but you just didn't get a chance to work closer with each other, lah. Mm. Yeah, and on the contrary, right? <laughs> then you will also feel as in how to say ah, uh, like there are people that you worked close with last time mm. who didn't even message. Oh, and yeah, and maybe you were ex- half expecting them to. Say something or ah yeah so that's the thing I don't know how to process it because I know that um people messaging you is a bonus mm, yeah you know but somehow I just kind of I felt a little disappointed that um you know this person that I worked so closely with last mm. time I even met in person yeah um well I did not even did not even send a message about this until yeah. the very last day. Until now, uh, they just oh, never uh, okay. just continue with their lives, law. 
I yeah, see. but I don't know if I'm being selfish. Like, I expect you to send me, you know, but it just hurts a little bit. Mm. Honestly, it's a bit painful to know that this person that I feel like I had a closer relationship, yeah. working relationship with, didn't bother to... Yeah. Were there people that you were talking to on a day-to-day basis? Every Sometimes day? when we work closer, then it's a day-to-day basis. La. Mm. We even, so we even like saw each other in person. We don't hug each other, you know? Aww. So that to me does not translate. Because to me, it's like if the layoff happened to you, I would definitely uh, reach out. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely reach out. La. So yeah, maybe it's an expectation thing. Like I, I know that I would do this do to you mm. and... Knowing that you didn't even care to reach out, it just uh, hurts it, it, it says a lot about the person, I guess. Yeah, and I can understand uh, some people just feel like relationships at work is very transactional. Mm. As long as we are not employees, then we are no longer connected. Yeah. But then again, maybe also these people, it can be two things. One can be they are just too busy that they, they missed mm. out on messaging you to ask you how maybe. you are. To, to check in with you Second can be They are just lost forward They don't really know how to they, they, yeah. they, Maybe they feel bad They yeah. don't know how to console you Or something like that Maybe Maybe Yeah, yeah. Or maybe some people feel like um, I'd rather not say anything That potentially Sour the Ah uh, Maybe also yeah. Like I know that it's Overwhelming for you And um, My words may not help Maybe Maybe that's the mindset as well. I don't know lah. Yeah. yeah. But words don't cause a thing. It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we are on the same page for this. Because yeah. you would do the same also, right? If yeah. You it's just the same like, for example, if you heard of a close co-worker losing someone in their family, mm-hmm. surely you say, oh, uh, I heard that you lost someone, sending you condolences. Just mm-hmm. a small text or rep- a text is enough really, what? Yeah. Just to say that you were in my thoughts. Uh, I'm sorry to hear what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah, same. And I think it is very impactful. Mm. Till today, I can still remember mm. every single one who messaged me. Mm. Yeah, because um, their messages really help. Uh. Yeah. So that was your experience with layoff. Maybe we can go a bit further. We want to talk about more about the truth behind a layoff. I think for companies when they are deciding to layoff, mm. they definitely have like countless meetings, right? They cannot just suddenly like oh let's lay off this bunch of people. Mm. They definitely have like a lot of options they they are exploring, and then eventually decided okay let's just close the Singapore site. But that's all just very numbers, you mm. know? Like oh we close. The operations of Singapore side, then we can save X amount of money. But I think the consequences of this situation is that you are eventually affecting someone's life. Mm, correct, yeah. correct, yeah. Someone's livelihood can be solely dependent on the work. Mm. Yeah. So the decision to I know it's a difficult decision by the organization for sure. Yeah. Um but still you you need to know that grabbing someone's uh, employment status away it's also affecting their lives in a way. Creating yeah. a creating a hole in their life, basically. A lot of us are very dependent mm. on, on work. Yeah. yeah. And that, those, that's a big part of your life at this stage. Mm. For and most it's not financial. Yeah. Yeah, for... Because in Singapore, like, there's a lot of foreign 
talent uh, expats right mm. and for them their right to stay in Singapore mm. is also dependent on the employer mm. yeah okay, okay. so for me I witnessed like the stress that they had to go through mm-hmm. when they know that their work visa is no longer there and they are converted to you know long-term visitor pass mm. and really the time is counting down <gasps> eh. oh dear and in that countdown you yeah. either find an employer that hires you mm. that continues your stay in Singapore yeah or you find other employers that grants you the stay in other countries la. and then it's not only that because a lot of us are also renting yeah because my work visa is gone if yeah. I choose to go other places a lot of us sign leases that is like one two years one oh then you have to forfeit your lease also you know when, when they forfeit do they have to make a payment or something yeah because it's an agreement ma. like okay oh, yeah, I yeah, agree yeah. to pay for but it's such an unforeseen circumstance they don't give any pardon or any except don't have mm, uh. yeah, I, I guess this is a negotiation with the landlord law oh. yeah but I mean a lot of stories that I heard is that an agreement is an agreement uh, you already signed right you oh, already wow. signed a two years lease so you bear the consequences of uh, forfeiting uh, this lease and it's not even their fault it's not yeah that's the thing so yeah. it's really impacting a lot mm. yeah and like I know there are soon to be parents Mm. In my office as well When they decide to re- Okay like you yourself When you decide to have a kid right You have already done your homework of like Okay Knowing my finances mm. My income is this Yeah I We would can w- afford to have a kid mm. And suddenly Your mathematical calculations Backfire you Because the income that you calculated Is no longer uh, Viable Valid Yeah Yeah That stress that I see in my soon to be parents Ex-colleagues Yeah it's also a reminder la, that wow, the impact of a layoff is it ripples out yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah. And I think the feeling of resentment mm. is also quite natural. Yeah. yeah. Because how to say it feels like an unwanted breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not I want it. Mm. When you go out and talk, tell people that you got laid off, right? Mm. I think the truth is also when people hear that you got laid off, they yeah. also had an impression of the company. Mm. Yeah, they'll be like, well, why this company like that? You know, that this is the natural reaction uh, when I tell my friends that mm. I got laid off. Mm. So I think this is one thing that maybe companies need to be aware of. Law. Like when you lay someone off, yeah. they definitely will spread the word of them getting laid off. Mm. And how they spread the word of them getting laid off is something that you cannot control as a company. Yeah. Yeah. Some people may may twist the narrative to say, you know, companies are just uh, brutal. Mm. Yeah. And that words get spread by others mm. who heard of it. La. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the way to combat this as a company, right, is the public apology letter. Oh, okay. That's why a lot of uh, tech companies, they will do that. Yeah. They will do that after they announce that they are laying off or before they lay off? Uh, it's probably when the layoff happened. Ah, uh, okay. Because that kind of control the narrative a bit as well. Mm. Mm. So far, we've gone through your personal experience, and then we spoke about what are the realities and truths behind layoff. So I mean, now we can zoom out a bit more, mm. and then we may we cover on what what it means when you get laid off in Singapore. Mm. Uh, I think in Singapore, cause a lot of our identities are very very tied with work, mm. like. Whenever you meet a friend, right? And then you ask them, hey, how's life? Then mm. they always say, uh, work law. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, busy with work lah. Uh, then the second question, where are you working at now? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> when you get laid off, a lot of people don't dare to say. It's like part of identity is gone. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I observe lah in getting laid off in Singapore. So they try not to tell people, or like when they ask you, "Hey, what are you doing now?" Then mm. you will say, "I'm in between jobs." Mm. <laughs> that's one way to. Because when you say I'm in between jobs, it's more of a personal choice that I leave this company and I have something up for me uh. soon. Just that now I am enjoying my break. Uh. So this is how they. Um, it sounds more positive when you package. say in between jobs. Correct, correct. Yeah. So that's one. And I think another one about um getting laid off in Singapore, right? Is that whenever I tell my friend I got uh, laid off or mm. I'm unemployed, the follow up question will be, "Oh, then where are you working next?" Oh, okay, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, like straight away ask you, mm. yeah, where are you working next? So mm. I think it is very telling of our culture. Yeah, that we we must put so work. much focus on work. We, yeah, we put a lot of focus on work. Maybe it's the age that we are at that you know work should be majority of your life. Mm. Yeah, something to expect of this of a person, certain person at least. Age lah, basically, that's why. Yeah, yeah. But I also seen like articles recently, I think it was um November last year mm. in Straits Times. There has been increasingly more individuals mm-hmm. who leave their jobs. Maybe they got layoff also. Yeah. And then they choose to go on a sabbatical for months. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere. Yeah. But I think in Singapore, it's still less heard of. And they always say, always say like, wow, can me? <laughs> like you know it's not a norm mm. to take long breaks yeah yeah it's always work 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 lah i think it's also parents expectations yeah uh, a lot of my co-workers their common remarks will be like, uh, i won't tell my parents i will oh. never tell my parents that i got laid off because they don't want that additional stress from the parents like when you're finding a job ah, yeah, yeah, Stop slacking it, around it. Now is your time When you have the energy mm. Like go out And go and earn enough money So you can retire yeah. You know that's that Common lecture They have for us It's more of You You know you've been through The trauma of getting laid off Unexpectedly already Then for you to Go and tell your parents It feels like adding on More stress To your already Stressed out situation yeah. Like having someone Lecturing or nagging at you Like Eh, two weeks ready. How many resume have you sent out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite interesting to me also. Like, oh, how come people don't want, like straight away, they don't want to tell their parents because they already assume that will bring them additional layer of stress. Mm. Why is it not that we turn to our parents immediately knowing that they will support us through this difficult period? Yeah. yeah. I, actually, I have a personal take for this. Back in 2018, uh, I, I quit my job. And then my plan back then was to do freelancing full time. Mm, mm. So when I quit my job, I was already living on my own, mm. no longer with my parents. But knowing my mother, she has this expectation of her her daughters to go out to work, because mm. to her is she she raised us to be independent girls. Her favorite line is, "Get a good good education, you get a good job, get good pay, you get a good life." <laughs> It's <laughs> like a flow chart <laughs> to success in life. Yes. Do you have a good job? Yes or no? <laughs> then no means okay, find a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
She always repeat the same thing. Mm. Yeah, good, good education, good job, good pay, good life, good education. I it was, it was That's repeat. like an equation, uh, right? Yeah, I guess lah. So, so when when she has this mantra for us, right, growing up, how how she always prioritized education, which is good. Uh, it's just that when I wanted to quit my job, I felt mm. as if a part of me felt as if I was gonna disap- I was gonna disappoint her. I was gonna let her down. I think that's one. Of, yeah. Yeah. So that's I didn't. I things. what I did was I totally didn't tell her that I quit my job to go. To you tell her you're in between jobs. Go, <laughs> no, no. I, I, whenever she asked me, "Hey, you not working today?" Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm on leave. <laughs> yeah. So what I did was back then was for nine whole months I didn't tell her that I wasn't in my full time job anymore. I was just mm. doing freelance. Then after nine months, then I I built the courage to tell her. Actually, I left my previous full time job. I'm doing freelance now, and there uh, are work. Yeah, so so in, in the back of my mind, it's more of when I wanted to announce to her, right? I already have some jobs on hand already packed up, mm, mm, so that I don't feel the pressure from her asking. So what are you doing now? Where yeah, are you gonna get your income? Yeah. Uh, are you wasting? Are you shaking your leg every day at home? Like, like no, no, no. I I have clients. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's that period uncertainty right, mm. that you try to hide from your parents because you yourself also don't know what I will get next. But once you tight through that uncertain period, then it's okay to. In retrospect, tell your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand. That's that's actually one of my friends. Also, when layoff happened to her, she also never tell her mom. <laughs> but then <laughs> but, she's but is she, she staying with her mom or what? She she stays with her mom, and then she time it properly, so she acted like she working. So she still wake up <laughs> uh, as if she's working from home. As if she working. <laughs> then she says she has meeting. Then she in a bedroom playing her switch. <laughs> <laughs> What? She will try to have a lifestyle that uh, matches with a working adult mm. Just to mask the fact that, you know, she doesn't have a job Oh, yeah. So, okay, okay Yeah, I think that's very common in I, think, I think it says a lot about the whole generation of our parents Because they come from a generation where Maybe uh, being laid off is something embarrassing yeah. and shameful It's not something that you... You take it as oh, I'm going to be on a break. I'm going on a sabbatical. Something to right. reflect. I think for them, it's more of, oh yeah, I'm, I'm income is not coming in. I need to go and find work already immediately. Get, I think they they are used to having like a stable job. Like how mm. uh, in our parents' generation, mm. they would stay at a company for like years, ten years, oh, yeah. fifteen years. Yeah, dedicate your majority of your life to yeah, a company. Right, yeah. yeah. Like what but compared to our generation, there are some people who just stay for I mean three years, okay, I'm done learning. What's my next mm. go to company that I want to move on? Well, the reality of life. Yeah. The reality <laughs> of working adult is tough, man. Yeah. It, it's, I wish it, to go back to schooling. Oh. <laughs> so that's our episode for today. Maybe Yay. some of you guys who had maybe experience on being laid off you can even get in touch with us on our instagram or personally on our linkedin and then if you have a personal story that you want to share mm. we we really definitely want to hear from you yes or maybe if you know of someone who has a similar experience might not be a designer might be just someone's story that you saw on linkedin maybe you can just tag us in it and then we can have a read yeah we definitely want to hear from you as well like mm. i think one of our goals for this podcast this year is that we want it to be a bit more community immersed so it will be nice like we get stories from other designers mm. who has similar experiences as well yeah, yeah maybe they have better positive experience never know <laughs> i mean like do you also go through the five stages of grief <laughs> yeah or maybe the way they come the way their company handle it is better Mm. Uh, 
maybe the offboarding was uh, was a better journey. Yeah, yeah. So be sure to follow our Instagram at Kiasu Design Life for more info. Yep, and we'll see you in the next one. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye.